fisted toward right. Look at that ball carry. Want a tour of the new set? Yeah. All right, there's Ron. <laughs> and uh, Billy B. Williams. Oh, I guess there's no B. Is this the worst likeness of Billy Williams you've ever seen? I was gonna, I was gonna say, is that Thad Bosley? Or it could be Henry, Henry Cotto, maybe. Yeah. I don't know what other famous. Billy's only 26. What's that? I don't know what else you. I don't know if you can see the rest of the. There's a couch and a, yeah, there's a chair. Oh, nice oh, yeah, chair. See, this is the part I should be sitting in front of. That would look very multimedia. There you go. Kind of a Rush Limbaugh vibe. I'll just leave it like that and then sit over here. That'll make pretty good. Yeah. He wants no. I'm actually, I'm uh, unlawfully retransmitting. I was going to say, uh, do you have express written consent? I do, actually. When I joined the, hang the Hangout, it actually said you can't show any copyrighted or patented materials by agreeing to stream it on YouTube, that you couldn't do any of that. So good job, Dolan, for illegal and for all Not patented at all. You patent? Copyrighted, I should say. Well, I'm sure patents, they wouldn't want you flashing up a patent up there either. I'm David Patton. Can I show him? <laughs> no, I'm joking. He doesn't show up on film. He's too white. Yeah. You beat me. I think he's moving. He was in AAA last year. He'll be in AA this year. Next year he'll be in high A. Then low. He's just, he's just, he's the Benjamin Button of Cubs prospects. He's reverse aging. Can you really consider him a prospect? Is the, I mean, at this point, he, he kind of seems like the slag that they pull out of like a, a, a lead mine or something. Well, Not really prospecting. He kind of fits like. He has led something. <laughs> We're good at jokes. Yeah, we wrote that one. Prepared that. Yeah. Yeah. I have a I have a full staff of writers on the couch today, so they'll be feeding me hilarity as we go. All right, well, shut up, guys. I'm live in Arizona, by the way. If my well, sound that, that probably is the big deal that we actually sent you to spring training. I know. Do you want to see over my shoulder? I'm broadcasting off. Off of my hotel balcony here at the lovely Clarion Inn in Mesa. Whoa, whoa. Um, and I did get a palm tree and a lot of dumpsters in the background. I don't know if you can see it. Somewhere, <laughs> somewhere back there was a palm tree and I'm going to try and broadcast uh, from the hot tub. But I understand you guys are, well, not you, Warren, but all of you guys are probably pretty buried in snow right now. I'm sorry about that. It's like 80 right now. Good for you. Thanks. We're so I actually, I finally picked the right time once to go out of town and miss a bunch of snow instead of having to stay home and shovel it. So I'm excited. I actually, and and God knows uh, this is podcasting at its finest when you start talking about the weather. Um, but I'd actually heard that Chicago hadn't been having that much snow before this last one. Is that, uh, is that an actual thing? No, this winter's been pretty snowy. Last one was none, and then the winter before that was like a blizzard. Uh, yeah. Well, we didn't we didn't get the storm this week. It went south. Oh, really? You guys got it. We're done with snow. I I decided that it's not going to snow here again. So that's good. Because we got a shitload. But it was 40 today, and some of it started to melt. So we're all very excited. By yeah. July, you know, it was 40 today here, too, so, you know. Right? Yeah. It was 89 today here. So what has your, um, what's your itinerary been? How many games have you been to? Uh, wait, 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 we gotta, we gotta get it clear here. Uh, how many innings have you seen, Mike? 27 innings with and zero. Yeah. I'm not an exaggeration at all. I've seen 27, I've seen three losses. They lost again today, but I didn't go to that game because it was too far away. It was like a surprise, so screw that. Um, 27 surprise. innings, zero Cub leads. The first game, they lost 4-3. to three. I think yesterday they lost like 
14 to four, something like that. Something awful. Um, I've seen a lot of it's a shocking number of home runs. I saw Soriano's first uh, major, first major league, first spring run. I saw um, the first hit. By the way, um, Hoho Camp Stadium is an absolute shithole. <laughs> I went to um, this like sand stadium at Talking Stick. It's where oh, the yeah. uh, where the Diamondbacks and the Rockies play. Yeah. Uh, it, Unbelievable! It was beautiful, and Hoho Cam just looks like an absolute shithole compared to it. That, that um, park and the one that the Dodgers and the White Sox in are the reason that the Cubs raped Mesa to get a new one because they by far had the. They actually, they don't have the worst one. The, the A's, Giants, Giants are in it. Don't. But the best thing is while you were out there, the A's signed a twenty-year contract. To stay at home, okay. <laughs> it's so much nicer than where they've been. They're like, they for twenty years. I saw that. They're like, can we move? Can we move this to Oakland? I can't imagine how bad the the A's park has to be right now. Because like Holocam is, I mean, it's fine. It's but like compared to Talking Stick or whatever, uh, it's ridiculous. Uh, talking Stick. I get that. I get jokes. Uh, yeah. The- well, yeah, the other teams have made like mini major league stadiums, and the Cubs have a big. I mean, they see what like eighteen thousand people can can cram in a whole game, but it's all metal bleachers and the berm and it's uh, They used to be yeah. one of the biggest ones, and now they're not. That's why that's why the A's are moving because the A's can look at like thousand. I got a lot of stories from the cab drivers. I was going up to Walking Stick, Talking Stick. Um, it was uh. It's it must be bad, but but I think the A's can only fit like eight thousand in their current uh, park, so that's why they are desperate for Hohokam, because there's no reason to be desperate for Hohokam because it's. Um. So I saw them and we got in. We took a red eye overnight, like Saturday. Got in late, early Sunday morning. Um. So I saw them play the Brewers in a split squad matchup on Sunday. And on Monday, I, what is today, Wednesday? Monday was uh, Indians. And then Tuesday was the, um, went up to, they were playing the Rockies up at Talking Stick. And, yeah, and then today they were playing the Rangers. I decided not even to bother going to that one. And, of course, they lost. Uh, and I literally have not seen a single win. In Talking Stick, They I think they had won their first hit was Scott Feldman. <laughs> and they, I, I think on Sunday, uh, no, they had they had two hits to like the seventh, and then uh, last uh, yesterday they had a couple hits like through the eighth. It was pretty, it was pretty brutal. Yeah, look at that, and now put up a picture of Talking Stick. Uh, let me see if I can get find a picture of Talking Stick. And it'll be. Gordon. What the hell am I Dude. doing on Bing? What the fuck? Everybody's. It's all Bing. It's all Bing. <laughs> Do you know what you have... like the taste test? Most oh, people prefer Bing over Google. Yeah. No, I just. Red read... pile. People still use that. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm an Alta Vista man. So, Mike, who is the. Uh, what what uh, Sterling performances have you seen, though? I mean, who really, None. Who really looks good? Yeah, well, Brian Bogusev hitting like 600 in spring ball so far, so he is. They're calling him the um, what the hell is the name? The Joe Mather of this year's camp, uh, which is the Joe Mather of last year's kiss. camp turned out so well. Yeah, <laughs> kiss of death, right there. Um, I I saw Edwin Jacks. Like even the Cubs get, hit pitchers that are getting outs are getting just crushed. Edwin Jackson. Had a stellar. I think he gave two runs in the first when I saw him pitch on. Uh, it was either obviously either Sunday or sort of Monday, and like every out that was made was just a rocket into the corner. Uh, yeah, it's been ugly. It's been ugly, and what I don't know what I expected. It should be ugly. It's Cubs baseball, and it's Cubs baseball. Scott Feldman looked looked awful. Um, he got battered around. Who great at the plate though? Well, you know, hitters are ahead of the pitchers. It's early. <laughs> Who's been playing shortstop? Repeat uh, that, Mike. You, you dropped out there. 
first game first game was Louis Valbuena. You would have oh, loved that. Um, and then Ed, uh, Masonette, I think, played yesterday. And I forget who played on Monday. Javi Baez and his Gary Sheffield, like, bat speed. And Junior Lake. Junior Lake's been playing. I saw uh, Baez play. Uh, and Solar was Solar or whatever was playing um, playing right and a couple times. I saw a lot of nature holts, really more than anyone needs to see nature holt. Um, no, David De Jesus is he playing for? I did get to see Rizzo before Rizzo left to go play with Team Italy. Rizzo was he started at first on Monday, and then I got to see uh, what's his name the. Dan Ogle, Dan Engelbeck, or oh, whatever. Yeah. How how fat is he? He's enormous, and he's lost a lot of weight. I'm not. I tweeted out he was he was literally four times the size of a guy who walked. <laughs> I was like, I'm sure of him could have easily been swallowed. <laughs> <laughs> Your ride is here. <laughs> Are you guys hopping that for the trip back to Illinois? I, you know what, Mason. Unless it is too loud, the chat um, is is. <laughs> I wonder if there's a way to mute. Wait, Mason's hold on. Sleepy. I should. I should. I should be able to mute you. Well, if I. It, it, Muting isn't a problem. Predicting when a train horn is going to blow is kind of, kind of the issue. Yeah, I think we'll just mute um, you. <laughs> oh, there he is. Yeah. There's Dan yes. Vogelbach. He's I got to meet uh, one of our Dolan, one of our readers and one of our podcast listeners, Kyle. He follows us on Twitter. He's a good kid. He's a senior in high school. He was out there. He did not get stranded by the snowstorm. He was out there, out here with his parents. He was. Uh, I met him on Monday's game. Monday's game. It was, it was a good time. Uh, we sort of hung on the lawn. The first game I did the bleachers in Oakham. Tomorrow is the uh, uh, box. So I don't know. I'll probably lawn because I'm guessing it will be kind of a shit show, which will be fantastic. <laughs> Are you? Uh, have you hooked up with uh, Yellen? Is he out there? You guys gonna <laughs> hang out? I inadvertently sort of blew off Sullivan. He was watching the Hawks game last night with his brother and his father who were in town. Or wait, is that today? Maybe I'm blowing him off by now. They're losing. I saw that 2-1. Oh. Did they play last night, though, too? He just uh, no, I think they played night before last. No, I think they did. They won. Yeah, they, they won. won. They don't lose. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, sorry, Paul. I will uh, make it up to you. Buy you a beer sometime. I'll try game tomorrow. So, um, but yeah, it's been. It's nice. The weather's nice. Mesa is a sketchy town. Oakham is right across from a cemetery, which seems apropos. Uh, well, Talking Stick is an Indian burial ground. So, is it? Yeah, no, it's it's like on it's on Indian uh, uh, Native American land or whatever. It's basically an Indian burial ground. Well, <laughs> oh, PBR really. Like a good omen. All the Hawks and the Hawks are, they tied the Avalanche two two. Uh, they never lose. No. Now I, this is the Cubs. Yeah. They go the whole season undefeated and then get swept in the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> I'll tell you what, we uh, hung out in Scottsdale for a while yesterday, which is a very, very cool neighborhood, and we hung out in Phoenix today. I got to walk past uh, Chase Ballpark mm. and whatever, um, wherever the Suns play, whatever that. Was Bob running out front reminding people that he well, he managed a World Series team? Yeah. I figure that's yeah. what he does every day. Was uh, was Gracie uh, there? Uh, just kind of picking up garbage. Any <laughs> <laughs> <a> yellow jumper? It was weird. We were actually in a bar where um, there was a picture of that sort of iconic picture of iconic, really. Um, that picture of Bob Brenly though hoisting the World Series trophy over his head. Um, that's what they've got. That's what they've got in Arizona. 
I think the, the Suns play at the same spot the uh, Coyotes play. Is that like United Center where it's a multi-purpose facility? Don't even. It could be, isn't it? Like some weird like jobbing.com arena or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like municipal stadium, but it's something like that. It's I mean it's a corporate obviously. Um, corporate sponsor stadium. It was dot uh, com. Well, the outside of it. I didn't bother. I guess. Um, I, they play in different. Ridiculous. They play in different arenas because you need one for the hockey team and one for the basketball team. So, I, uh, it's tough to it's tough to dribble on ice. <laughs> but yes, the uh, the Coyotes do play in Jobbing Arena. Oh, okay. So where do the Suns play? Uh, it's some airline thing. Okay. Um, it used to be America West. I gotta look it up. See what it is now. I uh, the team USA was playing. What? It's U.S. Airways Arena or Center. Sorry. Team. USA was playing the Diamondbacks, I think, or the Rockies, up at at Talking Stick today, and I was like, eh, I don't want to. It was too expensive to get back up there, and too annoying, and too useless to go watch what Team USA. I think so, um, I think Team Canada played the Reds. I thought it would have been funny if one of the Reds had accidentally hit Joey Votto, like broke his hand. Put him out for half season. So did he just? Uh, he just. Pretty for both sides. Yeah. Well, the Phillies got whooped up on by the Dominican Republic yesterday or the day before. Well, yesterday, final so, score was like in the twenties, wasn't it? Team Team Venezuela. Right, there we go. <laughs> and um, yeah, have ridiculous lineups. I mean, they actually their best players actually go. So they, I mean, they're loaded. Well, Why do you have? Don't. Why do you have the shirt? Why do I have the shirt? Oh, I bought it for the first World Baseball Classic in sport of uh, Hank White. Okay. Who was the star catcher for Team Venezuela that year. <laughs> and Carlos pitched for him. Hey, Carl- Carlos is pitching this year, right? Because he's trying to find a job. Yeah. I think he's on Team Venezuela, although he may have had to go back now that Hugo has died. Right. The whole, the whole country's in mourning. That. So speaking of Carlos, the rumor is that I'm hearing out of Chicago is that they might move Marmel before the season, and it's like according to according to I think who was it Rosner or someone ridiculous? No, Bruce Levine. He says it's almost definitely they're almost definitely going to move uh, Carlos Marmel before. Well, have you seen what the Tigers closer heir apparent has been doing? Like he's he's pitched in I want to say six games and I think he's gotten something like five outs. So <laughs> I don't. So yeah, they'll probably, they'll probably trade for him. Yeah, I don't know how I don't know how good or bad the Tigers minors is at this point. So I don't know if they have anything to trade. So. Oh, again, I'm I, find something to match up with the great. Uh, Carlos Marmol. This is true. Yeah, Carlos Zambrano is on the Team Venezuela's roster. Yeah. Throws right, bats both. Yeah, so do you... 6'4", 275. Jeez. Ooh. He's a big boy. Yeah. Uh, at, uh, at my heaviest, I was 20 pounds lighter than that. So... <laughs> um. Yeah, and finally, to a professional athlete. Uh, uh, no. So, do you, now uh, on the subject of uh, of Carlos, do you think he would have had a longer slash better career had he been a first same. baseman? Well, yeah, same. Yeah. I no, know, I mean, I, I think hitting good for a pitcher and hitting good for a player are completely different. Things. Oh yeah. I mean, but I bet, yeah. I'm, I'm That's true. Thinking. Ask Scott Feldman. Well, yeah, not everybody can be Feldman. I mean, <laughs> or Rick Ankiel. <laughs> oh, God, I hate Rick Ankiel. <laughs> Although that throw that he made uh, right before being cut by the Nationals last year uh, from center was pretty cool. So, we uh, threw it from middle deep center to catcher on the fly. 
threw a perfect strike. He wasn't great. He, well, I shouldn't say was. I mean, he's dead. Well, he's a car, former Cardinals pitcher, though. We well, say. you don't know. Yeah. Maybe he got out just in time. I mean, really, obviously a great athlete to be that good of a pitcher until he went crazy. And then, um, you know, I guess he was mostly a legitimate major league player. I think it helped that he, he was, was who he was. was that he was a replacement. Stuck player. around. Yeah. You? Yeah. I'll be right back, guys. I'm putting in headphones so I can hear you better. I don't know why I would do that, but one second. <laughs> who wouldn't want to? Who wouldn't want to hear this? Right, this is gold. Exactly. <laughs> Pure gold. <laughs> I got chastised by a friend of mine for overusing the term "podcast gold," so I'm, I've, I, I won't say that this time around. So I got up. I got up about six o'clock this morning, and I turned the TV on before I left for work. And Cuba and Japan were playing live on MLB Network. Wow. Um, and Cuba was whooping up on the poor Japanese teams. But the announcers were decrying the fact that um, Japan, this isn't a typically star-studded Japanese team because they didn't have Ichiro and they didn't have Kosuke Fukudomi. <laughs> really, how can you win without Kosuke? Really? And I was like, well, I know they didn't. All-star, all-star. chose not to come. I would guess Kosuke was not asked. So it's probably not quite safe. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Kosuke. I had like, to... I'm pretty sure that Cuba, they're just wearing those, like, uh, what were those, the 1995 90, yeah, the, jerseys? Yeah, 93 to 95, those. somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah. And their uh, 1984 World Series champion Chicago Cubs caps. <laughs> yeah. Well, as kids, everybody on the Cuba team had one of those t-shirts. Oh, I got actually a pretty good story about that. A friend of mine a couple years ago uh, went to Cuba like by way of Mexico. And, uh, oh, not on a raft? I think it would be funny to go to them. Go to there on a makeshift raft. Right. Uh, a little bit of background. We, I, I worked as a uh, lab technician uh, or computer lab guy uh, in co in college, and uh, before I showed up, some the previous boss had bought a whole mess of like truckers caps, like the foam backed ones, like dozens of them with our logo on it, and they had been sitting in the back room for uh, I don't know ten years or something like that. And uh, this friend of mine actually stole all those hats prior to going to Cuba. And then went to Cuba and distributed them to locals <laughs> strictly so that they could. Uh, oh, yeah, that's a good look, Andy. That's uh, Albert, Albert Pujols. <laughs> huh? Look at that. He's got quite a crew. Yeah. That looks, that looks you know, seaworthy. Well, here's how bad that was. I, uh, I typed into Google Albert Pujols yacht. And it pulled up a Decipio picture of those guys. That's how quickly I was able to find it. Okay, sorry. Go go on with your. No, the the story ended uh, while you were looking that up. Basically, uh, there are uh, there's there's like two dozen uh, Cuban guys out there wearing uh, like 1995 Chico State uh, trucker caps, foam back trucker caps. Did Hyman Roth give them to him? Is that? Yeah, I, I like to think of that particular friend as the uh, as the Hiram, Hi, Hyman Roth of our group. So yeah. yeah. Oh, that whole that whole scene, you know, that whole uh, part of the movie. You know, and always you, Fredo. <laughs> he broke, broke my heart. heart. I've watched. Why I don't go to Cuba? A lot. <laughs> so also why I don't go fishing with Michael Corleone. When if Michael Corleone invites me to go out fishing with some other random guy on Lake Tahoe, I don't know. <laughs> so your headphones, Mike. You hearing this now? Mm -hmm. well, yeah. Thinking about taking them back out. <laughs> <laughs> this is as good as it gets. Oh, broke more of my desk. Oh. Hold well, that part up. To put the podcast studio together. We're apparently not. Well, maybe they were union. But things are falling apart. How appropriate for us. Next week, it'll be cold. Get all the kink, 
kinks worked out of this. We'll actually do this live and, and uh, put it up on the internet, internet for people to see. Right, right. We've been practicing now for, what, like 13 episodes. At it's least. probably time to actually let the world... Oh, wait, we've been playing. Yeah. Good choice, guys. Yeah. Uh, so what kind of uh, what kind of ballpark food have you been eating out there in Arizona? I had a nothing uh, but fried. Tell me, tell me, it's nothing but fried dough. That's what I want to know. <laughs> I didn't actually. I haven't eaten much at the park, to be honest with you. The I had. Um, you drink all your bread. <laughs> no, I had a, uh, a a Mike Ditka sausage at home. <laughs> okay. That was just. <laughs> I mean, it was like a. It was seriously like a 16-inch. <laughs> of course it was. Of course it was. Comes yeah, out and it's girthy, too. Slap it on the table. <laughs> Zip and thud. Um, <laughs> talking stick. I don't know why I made this choice, but I had a bratwurst, the talking stick. And I was like, why don't I just order a bratwurst in Arizona? Um, but it was fine. It wasn't really, eh, whatever. Well, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not here for the food. I'm here for the great baseball. I was gonna say, what's the what are really the local foods in Arizona? What like pemmican? I don't. Well, I think if there's like an armadillo, if you run over an armadillo, you have to cook and eat it immediately. Yeah. Have you been there now? No, no, no. Or Jack in the Box? Not yet. There's a lot of. In and Out sucks. In and Out's great. In and Out's not worth it. Oh, I love it. I mean, I've been to In and Out before, but I mean, there's a lot of. You get. You get tired of in and out in a hurry. Like, everybody gets all... Well, it's only going to be one more day. How tired of it do you get? Uh, yeah, that's a like, good point. I mean, yeah, give it a shot. It's not bad as far as cheap, shitty... I've had it before. Food is. I've had it, but, yeah, I probably won't have it tomorrow. Yeah. Um, Jack-in-the-box ads are... Yeah, I don't know why... The same thing. I don't know why Jack-in-the-box ads, ads aren't considered as creepy as Burger King ads, because the Jack-in-the-box mascot... Is as terrifying as he's a, he's an amalgamation of Ronald McDonald and the Burger King because he's sort of a clown. He but he has like unhuman features. He's terrifying. Well, the ads the ads are are awesome because they just like skirt the edge of taste. Like the when he ran so for food. well, the like, food's just awful. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. No, the the my favorite ad from this was when uh, Jack in the Box, the uh, the creepy clown headed guy was running for president, I want to say in 90, uh, 92 or I think it was 96. Yeah, it was 96. And like he was endorsed by cowboys. And that was that was pretty much it. What? Like one, one ad was like, and everybody knows cowboys never lie. Like Too Tall Jones and Preston Pearson? No, 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 no. Just, just cowboys. Wow. Like, <laughs> cowboys... Wow. Cowboys as, awesome, a, though, as an American Golden Richard throwing his support behind the, the Jack in the Box guy. Mr. Box, as it were. Speaking of ads that skirt the taste, uh, or skirt the, the edges of, of good taste, the DirecTV Genie commercials, of course we've discussed these last week, but have you guys seen the one uh, recently, I think it's the same mom that sends the dirty video on the Galaxy S3, where she's like, direct, and, and she's going back and forth saying, DirecTV is worse than and you know those like um, those like inflatable like man things that where oh, the air yeah. like makes their arms move around like. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure the thing bends her over and rapes her and like <laughs> watch this commercial and like she gets knocked over by the by one of those like wavy arm men and then the thing it, it takes her from behind I'm pretty <laughs> sure. and then I've seen this and I'm like is that what is that what they're going for? Like, is this, it's, it's very, um, they're going for graphic. the rapist crowd. Yeah. Pretty graphic. But that woman is one of the hottest, um, commercial moms of all time. If she's the same one from the galaxy S three commercial, where she sent the dirty video to her husband. There she is. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh dear. Let's see that. Or, or if, if you click on, if you click on his screen, it will show just his, even if he's not oh, talking. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Look, is it not, it's yeah. taking her. It's totally. And is that Charlie okay. Day? No. This guy looks like Charlie Day, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. That's awesome. So you watch that for pretty much, that's all it's the rest of the podcast is going to be. Just yeah. her getting mauled by the way around. <laughs> yeah. Ravaged. Ravaged, I believe the word is. <laughs> oh, that's 
Was that copyright material? Is that going to get us in? That was on YouTube. I want YouTube to know that we, we use their own service for that. So, it was, it was obvious. It's free advertising for DirecTV, which which I I heartily endorse. It's the greatest <laughs> thing ever, and I have the genie, and the genie is awesome. So I oh, as as the as the the member of our group who has no TV, what what is the genie? The genie the genie is basically the Hapa, except uh, it's the Hapa. The Hapa. It's a uh, it's one big re- it's a it's a receiver that's basically a server. You can record five shows at once. You can hold like three hundred hours of crap. On it. Mm-hmm. And then you get so it's it's a normal size receiver. It's about yay big. How's that? Yeah, that, yeah. That's it's really not that big. It's like boom from here. But then there's um, you get for the other TVs, you get these little networked clients that are only like this big, which is actually kind of nice because they're easy to hide. Kind of like an Apple TV kind of thing. It's, it's a little bit bigger than an Apple because I have Apple TV. Too, I have of course everything. you do. I can't. I watch all of it at once. Um, but yeah, and then in any room in the house, you can access the server. So if if you leave here, you could pause something, go to another room, and start again. Two of you can watch the same thing starting at a different time if you want, which is good because my wife and I don't watch TV in the same room. Um, <laughs> it's your together time in the other room. It's, it's pretty good. The best thing is like with all oh, the Blackhawks are now winning. First. Um, that's what they I do. turn the T. I, I turn the TV and prove it, but I don't want to go to YouTube jail. But anyway, it's good. I like the genie a lot. Um, speaking of the Black Fox, Dolan, I, I was I actually specifically went on his Facebook page to see if you had already commented and ripped on him. Kaplan Kaplan posted today. He's like the Hawks only have to go, you know, twenty twenty and three or whatever over the last whatever forty three game, whatever the numbers are, to equal the Bulls seventy two and ten winning percentage. <laughs> what kind of Stupid ass, pointless statistic is that. So the, the the just so you guys know, the 2013 Blackhawks might be able to match the 19 what 98 Bulls winning percentage in two completely different sports. 15 years ago, was it the 98 Bulls? 98. No, it was like 93, I thought, or something. I was in college. Oh, I was in college, mate. Oh no, you're right. You're right. It was the it was the first full season. Jordan was back. Yeah. Oh, was it? He, he came back in '95 for the play, you know, for the end of the year in the playoffs, and then the next year they just beat the crap out of everyone. Played nine. What was it? Number forty-five or something like yeah, that. Number yeah. yeah. Was that Rodman's first year? Because he's been in the news. Yeah. Well, it's good that we sent him to North Korea to stay there. Hopefully. <laughs> I love that Wild George Wild. Stephanopoulos interviewed him on ABC this week. Oh. That was like the greatest thing ever. It's got to be talking politics, It's got to be a low, point. Be a low got... point in uh, in Stephanopoulos's career, and I, I believe he's also been on the View. So, <laughs> so Dennis, what do you think of Kim Jong Un? I think he's a pretty good dude. What about all those people that he wrongly imprisoned? He likes basketball. That was pretty much the whole thing over and over. He really liked basketball. It was nice to me. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> okay. All right, Ambassador. Since, Ryan. since we've been bored out here in Arizona, when there's not when there's not games to go to, since we've been bored out here in California or Arizona, we've come up with a theory that Dennis Rodman has actually been a CIA sleeper agent for. It, and my buddy has has said that like his basketball career ended. I'm saying the entire Dennis Rodman life, like marrying Madonna, like cross dressing. Like and you know everyone theorizes that the NBA is fixed. I think that Dennis Rodman was actually a terrible basketball player, but like they would have to throw games to make to build Dennis Rodman into this celebrity that was dumb enough to like not to just go along with whatever the CIA tells him to do, but was popular enough to be like a, a, a celebrity for the for Kim Jong Un and and his ilk. And so this whole thing is just a long time to get uh, information out of North Korea. That's my favorite new theory. I'm going to run with that. Yeah, I think it seems completely plausible. I'm just saying it makes more sense. It makes more sense than Dennis Rodman I mean, he was, in general. Well, what? So he's a great rebounder. That's the easiest thing to fake. It's just nobody else gets the ball. <laughs> Back away from it, let Dennis That's exactly it. what I'm He's got 25 rebounds tonight. That's exactly, exactly what I'm saying. This is a long con. Yeah, you never. He can't actually do the skills of basketball. Like he's, he was never a good shooter. 
like and so like anything it's his entire career this is, and we didn't even know at the time when we started building up Dennis Rodman that we were going to need him to infiltrate North Korea. So, like, it was just like, we're going to need him to infiltrate somewhere at some point. And North Korea came up, and, like, this is a perfect opportunity to use Dennis Rodman, our sleeper agent. I, I feel Hiding like. Hiding in most- plain sight. Genius. I like it. Thanks. I'm gonna write a. I'll write a spec script for the Americans, and I'll work. I'll work that. It work the Dennis Rodman origin story into the script. Speaking of spec scripts, that's also why we think he was in double impact with John Claude Van Damme. That was his CIA training. Like he needed like gun training, and, he, and so they put it under the auspices of, oh, he's just learning. Yeah, he's in a movie. He needed kung fu from from Jean Claude Van Damme, and needed to learn to shoot a gun. Not because he's a sleeper agent for the CIA, because he's in double impact. <laughs> So wait, wait, wait. Is 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 Van Damme in on this? Because I think it was it. No, it was it was either him or it was Segal had claimed that he actually was a CIA agent. That's what it was. Steven Segal. No one's in on this. I don't think Dennis Rodman even realizes that he's in on this until he was. He's gonna be activated at some point. There's a trigger word that he'd never <laughs> hear, like etiquette, and that when they say it, he's going. He's taking down North Korea. I like this theory because I, I I think it also applies. I think um, Jay and Michael Vincent, I think they had to teach him to fly those assault helicopters. So they, that's why they made Airwolf. This is the only reason they would have ever made Airwolf. It would have been to teach this guy how to fly. <laughs> I watched like the first five episodes of Airwolf on I'm Netflix. Sure I watched first available. There, however many there were. I watched that many. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, 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 no. The, the, I watched them first run. I hadn't seen them in 25 years or 30 years. Oh, yeah. Is it on Hulu? Because I want to watch them right now. Yeah, they are. No, no, no. They're on Netflix. Oh, and they're on Netflix? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. No, and, and what's what's weird, what's really weird is that they're actually pretty good. Like well, in, an 80s, in an 80s action movie kind of way, they were they were pretty good. <laughs> Oh, the train's back. Yeah. Well, does oh, it, is that Ernest Borgnine was in it? Well, yeah. Yeah. Of course. For reason. Um, is that a good segue, by the way, into our movie segment? Sure it is. Go ahead, hit us. What do you got? Oh, I, well, I've been limited. <laughs> I was going to say I didn't think you'd actually seen anything. <laughs> I, I have seen something though, and I would like to talk about it because uh, last night, maybe there was a night before. Last night or the night before, um, <laughs> Battleship was on HBO. We uh, we sprung, sprung for a nice enough hotel to have some HBO. Uh, Battleship, Sterling Taylor Kitsch. <laughs> I saw that first run in the theater, first day of open, and I loved it. It was great in a terrible way, in a terrible way. Oh, okay. okay, and I, I will agree with you that, like, that is actually one of those awful movies that's worth watching because you oh, yeah. can't. It's such a train wreck. You oh can't, yeah, Anna is unbelievable, and no one can act. Oh no, no, not even a little bit. Even Liam Neeson is like offensive in that movie. Oh, he, he totally just gives up. Like, my buddy and I were discussing this. The aliens were the dumbest alien species of all time because they come to Earth. Well, wait, wait, imagine. I mean, to 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 kind of illustrate what these aliens were. Imagine a uh, a walrus cro- crossed with a human being. That's basically what they were. The, the aliens look stupid, anyhow. But it was a um, their plan to invade Earth. They came to Earth. They somehow were able to fly across light years or whatever, get to Earth. Then they were going to radio their fleets to come and send reinforcements to take over Earth. They couldn't. They had no way of signaling back to the fleet or to their home planet that they should come invade. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. See, now that's actually kind of accurate. I mean, when you think about it, if they are light years away, I mean, you can't, you know. It would take a long time to get the signal back. Yeah. Okay. They needed our primitive technology to send back that we had sent out the signal to space that had triggered them that we were here in the first place. They needed to take over our primitive technology to send a signal back to their home planet. This super advanced species to send them back. And... I would like to point out the aliens had this amazing system of uh, determining whether something was a threat or not. They 
would only kill threats. And there was like there was kid a kid a bunch of kids playing T ball, all carrying like aluminum bats. They were not threats. But like then there was some dude that was like thinking about maybe see but you were they were uh, like Hawaiian kids. I mean if this was in the Dominican Republic. You're not defending this movie. It was, it was honestly the dumbest movie that I've sat through in forever. Brooklyn Decker is in it. Can't save it. Rihanna is in it. Yeah. Rihanna. No, I mean, yeah, Half the cast of Friday Night Lights shows up. Yeah. Jesse, no, you can, how could you not Jesse love Clemens a movie? Tyler Kitsch. Tyler Kitsch. How could, you, how could you not love a movie that involves drifting a battleship? Like like Magnum PI style. Well, yeah, we just talked about the, the dumbest part of it, which was the only way they can save is they take the USS Missouri that's yes. coming right. museum. And the they, need old, they need the eighty five year old dudes who last fought on it to come show them how to do it. I want and I want they, to they were able to of course. <laughs> Here's a question, Dolan. Now, this was which was basically the um plot of the reboot of Battlestar Galactica is that they needed this old decommissioned museum. However, I would like to point out why was the Missouri or the Mississippi, Missouri, whatever. Missouri, why, Missouri. Why, why did it still have munitions on it? It was still fully loaded. It still oh, had all... It was a museum. It was amazing. And I would also like to point out that they actually played... In case you were wondering, they do play Battleship during the movie. And I was waiting the entire time for someone to say, you sank my Battleship. And one of the guys does say... You're not gonna sink this battleship, and I was like, "Yep, that's where we're at." <laughs> well, but in Battlestar Galactica, they they at least came up with a plausible reason as to why that was the only ship that survived. It was the only one that didn't have the advanced defense system that the um, who'd you call it? God, I can't think of their, the the yeah. Galacticas. I've not seen the Cylons infiltrated, so that's why the the old. Tugboat was the only thing that was left. They didn't come up with a reason in Battleship for why the Missouri would, why you'd be able to actually, you know, no. sail it. Because it looked like not a threat, according to the alien green-red oh, way of doing threats. It was amazingly bad. I, I don't even know if that's, I'm just assuming. It was I so heard, bad. The summer, last summer when it came out, I heard a long interview with Peter Berg where he was bragging about the great twist at the end, which turned out to be the Missouri. And he basically, the, the reason that they did that is because he wanted to actually get on the Missouri and take it out, and he got to. And so yeah, because his dad was like a PhD in history, specializing in World War II, had written a bunch of books, so he's like this crazy, like he loves the Navy. So, yeah, that's why he wanted the Missouri. Speaking of Peter Berg... <laughs> His cousin. If he, if, he tr- if he truly loved the Navy, he wouldn't have made he wouldn't have made that movie. Yeah. Uh, Peter Berg's cousin, Buzz Bissinger, was in Traverse City last night, and I didn't go. I, I missed a chance to go watch Buzz be completely insane for an hour at the National Writers Series, uh, but I did. I didn't go, so I, I feel like I missed out because you guys, a whack job. Yeah, I, I missed out on uh, seeing Richard Roper last year. So. Oh yeah, there's a loss. Yeah. Yeah. I actually would have gone. I would have gone if it wasn't. I wanted like a two hundred bucks or something. You, you had to buy. It was a whole. It was a whole series. You had to. I wouldn't go see Richard Roper if he if he paid me two hundred bucks. But yeah, so I, I didn't really seriously consider it. I would also like to point out really quickly to the entire premise of of Battleship. Um, he, the reason that Taylor Kitsch joined the Navy is because he stole a microwave burrito from a convenience store. That was the entire reason that he saved the universe. That's, that's why everybody joins it's, the Navy. It's basically a modern-day Les Miserables. <laughs> he had to steal the burrito to feed his poor, starving family. I was Miserables the entire time that I was watching that movie. Oh, no, it was a lot of fun. I, I had a lot of fun with that movie. I thought it was great. It was awful. No, it was hilarious. I love I love shitty B-movies like that. I'm not going to defend it as a great... You know, everything you say is right, but I, I found a lot of joy in it. I'll bet if Brooklyn Decker had shaved her head and starved to death during the movie, she would have won an Oscar. Probably. <laughs> That's the key. Shave your head and starve to death. You're in. 
if she would have shaved, though, she would have been a threat, according to the alien. Probably. Yeah. All right, what do you guys got? That's my, that's my non-pick of the week. <laughs> uh, I saw... What the hell was the name of the movie that came out last week? I saw Jack the Giant Killer. That's what I saw. It is worse than Battleship. But still, uh, it's still, I mean, it reminded me an awful lot of, like, 1990s action movies. Or not action movies, like uh, blockbusters like Twister and whatever else. I don't know. You know, uh, Robin Hood, King of Tights, or whatever it was called. It had that kind yeah, of a feel to it. Pretty sure that was it. Yeah, there it is. Well, oh. Errol. Um, Are you guys missed? I actually showed the uh, the whole intro. To no, no, the I, showed, I played it. I played oh, it. Okay. Yeah. Um... It was while I was talking. Thanks, Dolan. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, so, yeah, I'm I mean, Jack the... Visual interest to what you're talking about. Yeah, there you go. Jack the Giant Killer, uh, not worth seeing in the theater. It was fun. Who's in Jack the Giant Killer? Uh, uh, Ewan McGregor is the big name. Ewan. Ewan. It's hard to say. Ewan. Um, I can't... There was somebody else. I don't... Uh, he was, I think, the most interesting... Uh, yeah, that was that's Stanley Tucci. So, that's yeah. So that was my pick to click or something. So Dolan, what have you watched? What's your crappy Netflix pick of the week? Is it is it Airwolf? Is it going to be Airwolf? It's Airwolf, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's, it, it's always Airwolf. <laughs> uh, I think people though should probably um, get Battleship. I mean, uh, the movie was awesome. From Hasbro, the, the company that brought you Transformers. Yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite part. Like, the trailer's actually, like, from the company that produced Transformers. The from toy, the not the movie. That yeah. your brother cheated when he played for years, and you couldn't prove it. Now, you watch the movie version. I don't know that I have an actual Netflix, um, mostly because I've been moving. I haven't had a chance to watch anything. But I did run out yesterday, and I bought, as I... As I uh, Threatened to last week. I bought uh, the show 13, and I've played a third of a game so far. You've played now, tell you played with a show. I, it's, okay. it's the best game ever. I played a third of a game, and it's great. Um, I really did buy it mostly because Houston's in the American League now, and it would it would just be wrong um, without it. But I think they've improved a few things. Uh, it looks... You know, they've, they've worked on the graphics a little bit, which I think it's always had good graphics. Uh, but they, one thing that's really, really awful and indefensible about it, uh, it's not that they got rid of Dave Campbell. It's it's who they rec- I like Dave Campbell, uh, but he didn't hadn't recorded new commentary for like 14 years. So yeah. Same stuff. Um, they replaced him with um, Steve Lyons. Oh. Yeah. Seriously, is there anyone worse than Steve Lyons? Lyons? Yes, there are many people worse than Steve Lyons, but no, Steve Lyons... Steve no. Phillips. Who, that's who I feared it was when I heard... Oh, Steve know, Phillips. heard that it, it was worked. Matt, Eric, and Steve. I immediately thought, oh my God, it's Steve Phillips. Um, but it was Steve Lyons, which wasn't much we, we can all agree that, that people named Steve shouldn't be announcing anything, though. Apparently. <laughs> Phillips did the uh, 2K. I don't know if he's still doing it because I gave up on that series, but Phillips did the 2K series. Yeah, that's why years. I was worried that it was him. I don't know why. But um, I'm sure he's still doing it because they they slapped that game together so fast. You know they're just using last year's commentary. So he's. I'm sure he's on it. So, Dolan, is it worth is it is are the upgrades, are the improvements worth it? Because, like, I. I like the show a lot. Like, it's, it's the best baseball game I've played since the MVP series, but. It, it really feels like the same thing over and over again, to be honest. Given the minimal amount of time that I've played it, I played a few innings this morning. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. How's that for a review? I don't know. I've read some reviews that liked it. Um, like, yeah, they, of course. Flakey posted one um, from The Score in Canada where they reviewed it, and they really liked it. But they probably liked it because the Blue Jays are actually good this year. Yeah, they really the upgraded the, the Blue Jays roster. Oh, no, the Blue Jays. They gave the Blue Jays R.A. Dickey, and they gave the Blue Jays Jose yeah. Reyes. Yeah, well, they really have them, guys. You know, maybe go to a game. 
That reminds me, I have to, I completely forgot about this. One of the cab drivers when I was coming back from Talking Stick uh, was gave me a, like the spring training magazine guide, which Yellen did not write in, shockingly. Um, and they had all these team previews for the teams that play out here in the Cactus League. And everyone's was accurate. I get I turn to the White Sox page, and it says, New Editions, Manager Robin Ventura, and oh. who else did I say? Or whatever, and then their their big losses were Mark Burley and somebody else, and I was like, <laughs> everyone else's was accurate to like to. I checked because I flipped through the magazine. I was like, maybe this is just like they just accidentally recycle all of last year's team previews. Everyone else's was accurate except for the White Sox, where you're behind. I was buying. I'm like, wait a minute, Ventura managed last year. It was uh, it was it was fun watching the White Sox get no respect out here. Um, yeah, and we'll see tomorrow. I'll have be surrounded by White Sox fans at the at the game. It should be exciting. Yeah, that would be exciting. Uh, I I'll have more about this next week. But um, I did get to play before I left town. Got to play a little. I had played I did Far Cry Three last week, right? I got to play a little bit of Battlefield Three, which is now like a two year old game. But um. I got it for cheap, so it was. It's very cool, very cool. The battlefield. I'll, have, I'll probably say more about it next week because I'm sure I'm gonna be playing a lot when I get back. But uh, battlefield. I'd gotten Battlefield oh, Three for free with my video card, but I never finished it because you have to install that stupid Origin EA kind of Steam thing, and it was just the game seemed cool, but it was just way too much shit to wade through to get to it. So, and I have my yeah, Xbox hooked up to my TV, so I'm just like, I just never. Like I played the first round, I was like, "Oh, that was fun." And after the twenty minutes it took me to actually get it to run, so it was it was literally about thirty minutes of downloading updates to to get into the first game because a kid I got the premium edition that had all the extra bells and whistles. But yeah. it seems cool so far. It seems like considering I'm totally incompetent at shooters, it seems like I'll actually be able to level up. So I'm sure I'll say more about that next week. Oh, you'll be stunned to hear this when I fired up the show. First, there was the Sony update. <laughs> then there was an update to the game. Which it was, I bought it the day it came out. There was an update, and then it uh, gives you the option to download a ten, um, a ten meg version of you know a file to put on to speed up your load times. That took twenty minutes, and there was no way to stop it when I said yes. I'm like, oh, so I would have played an entire game, but instead I played twenty minutes because of that. Yeah, Sony is absolutely terrible about updates. And like, and not, nothing ever works either. Whenever I go and try and stream Netflix on my PS3, like, never works. It's always just needs an update. There's always a network connection status. Uh, I'm, I'm hopefully the new Xbox is going to be uh, cover all and all my other needs. And I don't want to ask for because I'm done with Sony. The uh, the thing we bought, or thing I went out and bought to celebrate moving into the new house was we need because we have a bigger living room. We needed a bigger TV. Because, you know, you don't want the puny little TV being dwarfed by the living room. So uh, I got one, and when I was when I was picking it out, they had the exact same one with 3D, and it was $40 more. I'm like, well, for $40, why wouldn't you do that? <laughs> so I got it. Um, and what I remembered was when I, when I first got HD, DirecTV had like six HD channels. And I would watch anything that was on those six channels. It didn't matter how lame it was, I was going to watch it because it was in HD. They have there's three 3D channels. There's ESPN 3D, which is I've seen one live sporting event so far. It was the Sunday Saturday night's um, UCLA Arizona game. Um, otherwise, it's just like they have they have the Masters in 3D and they have crap like that. But then Discovery has a 3D channel. And last night I watched you like watched 45 like minutes of the show called what was it called? Something blood, true, not true blood, but something blood. It was basically, it's a show about steakhouses. <laughs> and I, well, I was only going to watch a few minutes of it. Like, the food really looked awesome in 3D. Like, I was trying to grab it. Like, whoa, look at that. I was just about to change it. And all of a sudden, they got, the guy goes, now we're going to talk to one of the foremost experts in grass-fed beef in the world, Bill Curtis. <laughs> So sure enough, there's Bill Curtis, and they go out to his ranch in Kansas, and they show a bunch of these. The cows are the only thing on the ranch fatter than Bill, and he's talking about how much better it is to eat. 
grass has flavor. Corn doesn't have any flavor. So if your if if the cows eat stuff with more flavor in it, their meat is going to have more flavor in it. And he went on and on. It was I swear to God, it was like 15 minutes of Bill Curtis in, in these, 3D in 3D in these enormous like mom jeans and a and this weird Western style like suit coat like a bla- like a blazer. And I was, was wearing I was mesmerized by it. I, I could not stop watching it. So. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Samsung, for the free 3D glasses and the fact that I wasted 45 minutes of my life, 20 of which was watching Bill Curtis talk about grass-fed cattle and how well, it's all to eat. Is the show not in 3D? Huh? The show not in 3D? Can games even do that at this point? I don't even no, really know. 3D. I don't have, and I might go out and, you know, that's in the living room. I have my the PS3 in here. Um, but, yeah, the... The show is in 3D, so at some point I will take it out there and check it out. My wife is already worried about the big TV. She's worried she's going to knock it over. I don't know why, because it's so thin. And at one point she said, "Why don't there's a 42-inch TV in here. I said, why don't we just trade? And I'm thinking, what are we going to do with a 51-inch TV in this little dinky room? And after watching some 3D stuff and realizing I could play the PS3, I'm like, you know, that's not such a bad idea. <laughs> so I'll be the next by the next podcast, I'll be completely blind because I will have moved it in here, and it'll be like it's like staring at the sun because I'll be like four feet away from it. But maybe I won't do that. Yeah. But at some point, I will hook the PS3 up to it just to see what it's like to play those games in 3D on a bigger yeah. screen. Are you going to get one of those uh, official or, uh, trained tuners to come out to make sure you have all the color just set just right? Yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah. And then I'm going to take another $100 and light it on fire throw it up <laughs> in my yard. Okay, I do that. you got to get a kit. on the docket for what's coming up. You can actually get a uh, – there's a uh, THX app for the iPhone. It'll give you a rough approximation. Yeah. It actually works, for, it works pretty cool. It was free when I got it. I don't know if it's – they might be costing money now. Yeah, and I guess Disney sells a, um, a Blu-ray that costs like 15 bucks. That people game well, really people really does help you very quickly get your get everything set right. Well, what's cool about the what's what's cool about the uh, the app is that it actually uses the camera, so you just like it gives you a reference color, and then you have the Ooh. box in the middle, and then you just make them make a match, and it's it's it, it has like some weird um, more 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 I don't know how you pronounce it a pattern that it like. When you when it may, when you make it look a particular way, then you know it's you've got it tuned in. And it actually, it, it seemed it seemed to help. But I might try this. Maybe I just wanted it to help. I don't know. I've got a great TV, and like I know my settings suck. And like I've always, I, I was thinking about getting that calibration disc you were talking about, Dolan, or doing something like that. Not hiring someone to come sit yeah, in my living room. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not I'm not a fan of burning money either. So. So we, uh, I think we think that's about uh, about an hour, give or take. Uh, you guys have any uh, any final words? Uh, there's not more snow in Chicago, so I can actually get home from Mesa Stinktown, as I like to call it affectionately. No, it's this is fine. I might see Paul Sullivan tomorrow. I've got one more game to go to. Hope hopefully I will see one. Uh, typically I won't, but hopefully I'll see one Cub League. In the you're not even hoping. You're not even hoping for a win at this no, point. You just want to see a win. You just want to see a lead. Like get one first inning run and then give up ten, and I'll be fine with that. Just well, especially. They, tomorrow. Yeah, if they score first round, you should get up, take a picture of the scoreboard, and then just leave. Yeah. Just, draw, just, just drop. Just drop the mic. Just drop the mic. That's what I'll do. Uh, so how about you, Andy? Any final thoughts? Uh, I get. Other than the fact I might be one of like 14 people in the world who's actually, but in America, not in the world, but in America is looking forward to the World Baseball Classic. Um, that starts, I think, Next well, I know Friday. I'm pretty Friday. sure it starts yeah. Friday. Here's how forward I'm lo- looking to it. I don't know when it starts. <laughs> but I know, I know uh, the United States plays um, Mexico, which is a big grudge match. Mm. Very excited about that. <laughs> uh, but I like the WBC. Oh, and I was wondering this about the WBC. Um, Mark Teixeira yesterday, while hitting balls off of a tee, screwed up his wrist, and he's going to miss eight weeks now. They had to replace him on the roster. And what could they have? Could they have gotten Anthony Rizzo to disavow his fake Italian citizenship 
to just go play for the United States. They call him up and go, don't play for Italy. Come play for the country you actually were born in and live in. What do you just ditch the Italians? It's like, sure, I'm going to go play for the Americans. <laughs> I totally would. Come on. I would have. I'd have just taken off my Italian uniform and thrown it on the field and run for the exit. What's but that uh, Italian thing do this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Colin, I'm with you. I'm with you, though. I'm excited about the World Baseball Classic. I wasn't that excited the first time that came through, but I think this is going to be fun this year. So, I watched, uh, I watched, I was telling Warren, I watched Cuba and Japan this morning because it was on. I know. I saw that. This morning there was live baseball on, so I was like, ooh, I'll watch this. I was going to say, it's baseball, you know? I'll watch any baseball. Yeah. I mean, is it going to, is the MLB app on, uh, well, online or on, uh, on the Xbox, is it going to be able to play them? Probably. If that's the case, I'm going to wind up watching all of the games. You will also, you will also watch Battleship, so I feel like you're <laughs> My opinion has been sullied. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's uh, that's good enough to end on. So, uh, yeah. In uh, I think from here, here we're going to say uh, we are going, going, and we are gone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>